Our passage for today comes from the end of the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 28, beginning in verse 16, and we're reading all the way through verse 20. Now, if you've been walking with Jesus for some time, you really know these words. So let me set these words up for us. I believe that God speaks to us individually, but also God speaks to us corporately. And as we read the scriptures, a lot of the times we we read them through our individualistic needs. But I would argue or contest that maybe more often than not, God speaks to us as a people, as a community. When he calls Abraham, he calls him as a person, but he says, I'm also speaking to you as a community. And it's easy for us in our Western mind and our, our Greek heritage to, to interpret things just for me. We have the saying in the West, it's just Jesus and me, Jesus and me. I don't need we because I got Jesus and me. I'm just going to work it out, just Jesus and me. And what I want to say to you very honestly is that's a half truth. And the half truth is not the full truth. That if you just say, it's just Jesus and me, that's true, but that's not the full truth. We need Jesus and we. I, I can't live out a relationship with Jesus. You can't live out a relationship with Jesus without a community. We have to be part of a we, not just a me. Are you part of a community? The doors of grace are, are open. The, 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 our internet channels are open. We want to be this community. And we need each other, especially during this time. Because, see, you aren't the church. We are the church. Yes, I am the church where, wherever God places me. But the church is not a building. We don't go to church. We are the church. And so as we gather even next week, it's not just those who are in this room next week of the church. It's not just those who are listening. It's that together we are the church. We are the church, not just me as the church. Because being a disciple, someone who's following Jesus, who's being changed by Jesus and committed to the mission of Jesus, and you can't follow Jesus, be changed by him, nor committed to his mission by yourself. You'll fail. be honest with you, I've tried it. Fail. There's something about the power of community, about us being together. And so we need Jesus in me and Jesus in we. We need both of those together. And so when we usually hear these words from Matthew 28, these words of Jesus, we naturally interpret them as Jesus and me. But Jesus is not just speaking to a person. He's speaking to a people. And he's given this people a new identity and a new mission and a new hope and a new purpose. And so as I read these words from Matthew 28, I don't want you just to understand them individually, Jesus and me, but today I want to talk about Jesus and we and really focus on verse 19 where Jesus lays out this very interesting phrase, in the name, in the name, in the name. Please join me in reading and hearing God's word from Matthew 28. 
Jesus says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw Jesus, they worshiped him. But some doubted. Did Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the very end of the age. My friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In Genesis 3, we have four relationships that are broken and four relationships that are in need of being restored. Our relationship with God, our relationship with each other, our relationship within ourselves, and our relationship with creation. Four relationships that were shattered, broken in Genesis 3. Our relationship with God, that Adam and Eve were walking with God, and then what happened? Because of sin and, and their disobedience and lack of trust and, and choosing someone else besides God, they broke this relationship with God, and they hid from God. They had a broken relationship with each other. They began to accuse each other. At one time, they were walking next to each other. They were each other's helpers. And then they began to see each other and accuse each other. Then they began to cover up their shame. They felt full of shame and condemnation. And their understanding of who they were as a person was broken. And then their relationship with creation was broken. And so we can we, we read from Genesis 4 on, uh, how are these four relationships going to be healed? And we see the different ways of, that people go about it. One is us as humans. Well, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to restore my relationship with God. I can do that. And, and on my own effort and my own imagination, I'm going to restore my relationship with someone else and my relationship with creation. And I'm going to find my own identity. And we see and we track and we travel with people through the scriptures. And when we found out that when it's left up to us, we get nowhere. But we also see that God is at work. And that God has come to restore all four relationships in Jesus. That through Jesus, our relationship with God is healed. That in that through Jesus, our relationship with each other is healed. That through Jesus, my understanding of myself is healed. That through Jesus, my understanding of how I operate and serve and my relationship, my relationship with creation is healed. See here, that's what Jesus is doing in Matthew 28. He's taken a group of common people and his authority is, is placed upon them and he's inviting these men and women into a remarkable ministry to invite the world into a new relationship with God, a new relationship with each other, a new relationship with creation, a new understanding of themselves. Jesus is speaking to a people, 
to a we, not to me's. He says, I want you to take a new name. That he's inviting us to go into the world, to invite the world into a new relationship, a new identity, into the name of the Father, into the name of the Son, into the name of the Holy Spirit. That phrase, in the name, it's a very powerful phrase. In the name. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. In the name means to enter into fellowship with God. It means to enter into fellowship with that person that bears that name. The phrase, in the name, we see it throughout the scriptures that when the prophets come, the prophets come in the name of the Lord, not in their name, in the name of the Lord. It means they sit under the Lord's authority. So that's what Eli was telling Samuel, that speak, Lord, for the servant is listening, that God has a word and you submit, you come under his authority. That in the name means that you take on his will and his mission, that you live with his view of the world not your view of the world. See, the Hebrew mindset, the Hebrew way of thinking, was that when you say something, you also do something, that, that they are together. And so when Jesus is saying that in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, what he is saying is that now you are part of the Father's will. You have submitted yourself to his mission. What Jesus is doing, he's taking a group of people, a we, and he's commissioning them, he's sending them. He's giving them a new identity. No longer see themselves as fishermen or as tax collector or as common folks, but they have been invited into this glorious mission in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. As someone says, they come under new management. They are no longer managing their own lives. No, they're now they're under the management of the Lord. That they are initiated and welcomed into a new identity, into a new mission, into a new power. See, God the Father becomes our Father. And we have a new identity now as part of a family. God the Son becomes our brother and our Savior. And we have a new identity to to serve as he has come to serve. God the Holy Spirit, power, discernment, peace. He becomes our power as his servants and our missionaries be sent out as his missionaries in the world. See, we we have this new identity now that we're welcomed into this new family and that that now we we have this new posture of servants and now through the power of the Holy Spirit we are sent out as missionaries. What some people say is that when you, you read Matthew 28, we have this new identity as a family of missionary servants. Much different than when we think of the church, right? The church What Jesus is doing is he's setting up a whole new identity. 
that when you're baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, that, that you are now welcome into a family of missionary servants, of a family that we're brothers and sisters, that we don't just go to church, we are the church, we are this family who, who are sent into the world to serve and invite others into this life-giving relationship of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's a, it's a powerful new identity. You see, to be a disciple is to be a Christian. To be a Christian is to be a disciple and enter, to a new, enter into a new relationship as God as Father. Something that we could not do on our own. But Jesus was offered for us, was sent, was sacrificed, was raised on that glorious day, sent it into heaven, left us with the power of the Holy Spirit. The presence of the Holy Spirit. And we're welcomed to a new family. We have a new father. No matter what our earthly fathers have done or have failed to do or have not done, Jesus says, we, you were invited into this new relationship. As the relationship as I share with the Heavenly Father, now you have part of that relationship. That you're now a son. You're now a daughter. You're now an heir. You're no longer what the world says. You've been invited into this new relationship. And each one, as you gather, you treat each other as brothers and sisters, not as strangers or aliens. You're part of a family, a family of missionary servants. And we're baptized in the name of the Son. We're, we're initiated, we're brought in and to the mission of the Son, of Jesus, and to serve as he served others. That's our posture in the world. We're baptized in the Holy Spirit. We're to be sent out in his name. Sent out to share the message of being invited and being restored and being healed, that we are a family a missionary servants, we. And when it's just Jesus and me, then I miss out on the richness, the richness of a family of missionary servants. I know the church drives you crazy and people drive you crazy. I know that. I'm a pastor. I know that so well. But when we gather and when we begin sort of a new era here at Grace next week, we're still a family. If we're online or in person, we're a family, and we're a family of missionary servants. We're not a family that just comes and just sits in chairs or just watches through a screen. No, we're a family of missionary servants. We're baptized into this new identity. It takes on new rituals. It takes on a new heart that we do things that are different than the world that we respond in different ways. We respond as our family would respond, as God's family responds, that we serve in the name of Jesus, that we have different habits because we're a new people now. We're part of this family of missionary servants. We're part of the family of God in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We're family. Therefore, we gather. We gather in small groups and we gather in little micro groups. We gather in big groups. That's what we do as family. 
We share our lives with each other because we're family. We're missionaries. Therefore, we go. That wherever we are, we're sent there by God to be a blessing to others. We're servants. Therefore, we give. We give our time. We give our money. We give. And we're his disciples. We're his followers. Therefore, we go. That's what it means to be part of this family of missionary servants. We gather, we go, we give, and we grow. But most of the time, we actually fail to live from this identity. We sort of live from some understanding of the past or some half-truth. What COVID's done is it's made us realize what truly is important and what we really need to focus on. As a church, we are a family of missionary servants. And we need to live out of this new identity. Actually, it's not a new, it's an old identity, but make it new. This family of missionary servants, we live it out with great intentionality. And there's two things that we can do this week. One, we can begin to pray. God, help me see, help me live as a family of missionary servants. Is there someone who has a broken relationship that needs to be healed? That's the second thing. The family of missionary servants is about restoring relationships. There's someone that you are in broken relationship with. Is there someone in your family or in your community has a broken relationship with God or has a broken relationship within themselves or a broken relationship with one another, we're sent to come and to be there and to bring healing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. There's someone that you're estranged from. You know what? What about getting together with them this week? Give them a call. Write them a note of affirmation. I want to live in right relationship. See, that's what the family of missionary servants do. That's what we've been sent to do, is to bring healing and restoration to this shattered and broken world and to invite people into a new relationship with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Do you want that relationship? It begins by surrendering your life to Jesus. Have you allowed for him to be the manager and the leader of your life? Are you tired of trying to to put things together in your own spirit, your own mind? Maybe today's the day as you begin this new month to say, I surrender my life to you, Jesus. You can have it all. Or maybe today is the day to say, you know what, I've I've isolated myself so far from so many people. I need to be part of a community. Maybe be one of our, join our prayer team or, or 
continue to join us here on Grace Online or right now in the chat room and Facebook page saying, how can I get, I want to be part of this community online, in person. So I invite you to a new relationship. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, that's what we've been. That's our new identity. I invite you to be part of our family of missionary servants this week and be part of the family of missionary servants when you go to work, when you go to play, in your neighborhood. I commission you and bless you to do that this week.